what's happening here. I, I believe it is a heads up. Now, the globalists love to, in their weird world of what they call ethics, they believe they can institute mass crimes, including murder, on a huge scale. But as long as they told people ahead of time, and this isn't the way they think, as long as they told people ahead of time, well, ethically, they did their job. He's interviewing Terry Duffy from the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, and Duffy says, one day you're going to wake up and gold is going to have an astronomical value. And that day is coming. He said that several years ago. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the great Dr. Dave Janda coming back to the program. He's a good friend of mine. We've become friends over the years, and he's someone that I lean on when things are just out of control. We'll talk to each other on the phone and things. And so I'm really glad he came. I think this is a very powerful interview that we did today, and we talked about a lot of things. And so I'm hoping you get a lot out of it. And I hope you share it with those in your network. And speaking about sharing, you know, our lawsuit, which it's incredible, the information that's coming out about how deep and how broad the government has been involved in censoring. I just uh, published a report today that talks about the government agencies and how far they're censoring. We have their lawsuit. Ours is the first one that's coming up October 17th. It's, it's not, it's quite a bit along in, in its process. We're in the district court, so we're not at the first stage anymore. And, you know, we, we will win if the judges have courage. So it just depends on how broken the system is because our case is so strong. But that being said about sharing, if you've already donated, could you please go to the site and have the link below and just share it with your social network and ask people to donate to this cause. I know that finances are tight. I know that you can only donate so much. And so those that have donated, I just thank you so much. I, I'm not asking for more money from you. Just if you've already donated, please share with your network and say, hey, this is a great cause. I really hope that you will think about donating to this because that's what we need. We need more money. Um, and we know we're gonna need more money after this. We're lining up media interviews and trying to get on as many big platforms as we can and any platform really that, that'll have us, has a good following because we need to get beyond our listener base because you guys have shouldered the whole thing or not all of it because there's been others, but the, the, I would say the vast majority. So we need to get beyond just my listener base and the listeners, some of the other listeners with the, some of the other plaintiffs and get to the people who don't listen to us, but we're, it's their case too. This is so, it's gone so far in our country. You gotta read that article I just put out. It's about how Mao in China controlled uh, speech and then also used fear to do his, what he got done. And then it relates it back to the severe level of, of 
of censorship that our government right now is doing. And, and based on discovery in current lawsuits, the information is coming out on just how deep and broad this is and how serious it is. And we can't stop fighting. I mean, if we lose freedom of speech, you lose the biggest weapon, your biggest obstacle for tyranny. And that's why it, it, we have to uphold this. So could you just go to the website? I have it. Go, give, send, go, slash defending free speech and push share and get it out to your, your media, social media contacts. Okay. That being said, let's get into this really good discussion with Dr. Dave Janda. Hi, Dave Janda. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me aboard, Sarah. I truly appreciate everything you do and how you do it. Yeah, well, I always enjoy talking to you and you always have a wealth of information. And I want to ask you, just because this is where mentally where a lot of people are at, what is going on at a high level with the war with the deep state? Are we winning? Are we losing? What's really going on? Well, I think the deep state wants us to believe that we're perpetually losing. However, what I, my, my gut tells me, my heart tells me, and my head tells me is we're winning. And the reason why I can say that is how they are acting and how many people are coming to us, you and me and many people in the independent media saying, look, uh, I mean, this happens to me many times every day over the past couple months. It, it's escalated where people come to me and say, you know, I, I thought you were a conspiracy theorist. I, I, I you seem OK, but you, you, you just seem to be a conspiracy theorist. And I kept in touch and watched you over time for amusement. And everything you've been saying is happening and has happened. And I've come to the realization that I judged you wrong. And, you know, judgment can be a real problem, right? And un unfortunately, that's what the deep state tries to do. Yep. Tries to have the public judge all of us incorrectly. That's right. Because we're, because we're speaking the truth. That's right. So, so if this was just a one-off and I was getting this once a day or a couple times a day, no, it, it, it's, it's significant. You know, I, I'm based in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor, right? Which is, um, kind of, another way to think of it is, is kind of um, um, Moscow on the Huron River, right? <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, Gretchen well, Whitmer. I mean, they're, they're left of the Bolsheviks, right? And it's interesting, there have been three fairly recent situations that have developed that I believe have led to this awakening and this stampede away from the deep state. And this is why if you really watch the deep state, they're not acting as though they are winning. No, you're, that's are, right. Right, they're acting panicked, and they're acting desperate and they're and they're acting panicked and desperate, Sarah, because they can see there is an awakening that all of us that have been slandered, libeled, misrepresented, 
defamed, whose content has been censored, has been blocked, where we've been thrown off of social media platforms. That hasn't worked. It was working, I believe, to a degree, but it hasn't worked. And they're seeing this awakening and they're panicked and they're desperate. And when they become panicked and desperate, things start to happen. Um, uh, economies start to fall, right? Uh, financial events start to occur because this is still something they can control that they believe if they actually do pull all those pins and knock out the foundations, if you will, of the ec economic systems around the world, that, that they can still get their new world order and their one world government and their one world currency. I recently did a video about being a sheepdog versus a sheep. And that we have to watch out. There are wolves, which are the deep state players, if you will. And we need to identify them, but we in particular have to watch out for the, the wolves that dress up in sheep's clothing. And we have to stop being sheep. We have to identify the wolves, which those of us in the independent media are very good at doing, but we also have to identify those wolves that are trying to dress up in sheep's clothing. And most importantly, we all have to be sheepdogs. Mm -hmm. We have to protect those that at this point don't have the ability to wake up. And what's happening, Sarah, is that there have been three situations of late that I think have led to this mass awakening and to the point where not just an awakening, but people coming forward and saying, I was wrong. Well, what do you, what do you think? Because I want to get to your three things. Do you think that Biden's latest uh, speech where he had this red background with the Marines next to him, which was the Marines, it's legal to do that because you can't have military in any kind of political situation. And then this red background. Do you think that's just a sign of panic? I mean, because that is like they're trying to project an image. I don't even know. That was a scary image they're trying to project. Is that because they took it too far like they've been doing? Because your, your first year, they, there was a poll that 60% of the people said they took it too far. Okay, so you've already alienated those. And then of the 40% left, how many are going to be motivated by that? Very, I don't, only the extreme. Is that a sign of panic? So anyone who watched that presentation, I call it a combination of, you know, Mussolini il Duce. I call Biden il Demente. And I call it El Demente's Inferno from Dante's Inferno going through hell. That's what that speech was. It was not hate speech. It was a speech of hate. So as you mentioned, 60% of people said that was over the line. Frankly, I believe that number is probably close to 100%. Well, because it's a poll. Polls are always skewed. But the reason why it's not 100% is because I believe that speech was meant to deliver fear. And 40% of people that are not saying, well, I think that went over the line, it, that speech accomplished its goal. 40% of people are fearful to say that speech went over the line. And is that the, is that the Maoist 
a tactics they're trying to starting to use is to create because I have an article that I'm posting today about Mao and fear and how they use fear to control people. Do you think that's what they're starting to implement? I know they did that with COVID, but now yes. they're just doing it even more in our face. That's scary development, by the way. Look, their fear agenda for the past three years has been COVID. That has been exposed, right? Their their agenda with the IRS were hiring 87,000 new agents, some of whom are going to be armed. I believe that was a fear. This is part of the three things. That was their fear agenda again. And the raid on Trump, I believe, was multifactorial about what that whole raid was about, one of which it was about optics to make Trump look like he's a criminal because all this big police presence and FBI. FBI presence outside of his home and his offices. And look at him. He must be a criminal if all those law enforcement officers are there, because if they thought that this was ridiculous, they wouldn't be participating in this. So that was part of it, number one. And number number two, it was, uh, I believe, about uh, a document acquisition operation of getting documents that he had that, he, that the deep state thought could be used as leverage against them. And the third was a potential a planting of documentation yeah. operation, which we have yet to see potentially come to the forefront. Trump even spoke about that. But the underlying theme to that whole Trump raid was fear. These are the big three. You see, this is why I believe we are winning because- What's the third? Go ahead. To tell COVID, why we're winning. I want to know what the third one was. The IRS and the Trump raid. That Trump raid was not was directed at Trump, but also directed at everybody else. Watch your watch what you say, because That's guess right. what? You could get a visit too, and they'll go through all your possessions. S same same thing with the IRS. Watch what you say, because we got eighty seven thousand with Biden in that speech with the Marine. Why were those Marines there? They were there to to send the message. This guy is demented and he has the military behind him. Oh God. Okay, so that's your three. Biden's speech is one of the three. Well, yeah, and COVID, so we can make it the big four. Okay. Because Biden's speech, I believe, was a reaction to the big three, the IRS, the Trump raid, and COVID not doing the job the meltdown. that was intended. And, and, and their reaction was, to parade El Demente out there, to read the teleprompter, to shake his fist a la Hitler, to try to make people fearful. I think it's, um, this, the thing is, it's going to make people fearful. It's going to make the people who are, it, the ones who are already kind of are awake or sort of, or even on the line, they're going to wake up. And it's going to make people more determined to fight. I, I agree. I agree. Look, hey, a quote from George Orwell, right? Wrote the book 1984. All tyrannies rule through fraud and force. But once the fraud is exposed, think of COVID, right? And their fraudulent three years, yep. right? Once the fraud is exposed, they must exclusively rely on force. Well, and how do you see as people start dying? 
in more, you know, if they don't deal with their immune system. Because I, you know, we talked beforehand. I'm not in the camp that this is a death sentence if you have the jab. I, I do think that you can now reverse this damage and there's things you can do. And I've been putting out solutions. You've been putting out solutions. I think there's hope. I really do. I think the human body right. has more. But as people are dying, this is going to create, I mean, we're seeing, I just published a report last night on the civil unrest that is occurring all around the world, which the media is not covering. Mm -hmm. And the civil unrest index, which is by, I can't remember the name of the company. It's, there's a company that puts it out and I have the, the links to it and graphs and everything else. It's predicting 2023 is even going to get worse. And as people start dying, it's going to get even more worse as gas prices, you know, energy prices to heat your home goes up, as food becomes more scarce. I mean, just on and on and on and on. This is going to create civil unrest at a level that is um, unstable, right? And so the fear and the force will be something they can use, can use things, say it's justified. But yet there's going to be so much anger that we're going to be like, you guys, we want to protect ourselves and deal with ourselves and we want to create this parallel. I mean, there's going to be a lot of forces going on and I guess it's the chaos of war. But how do you see that playing out? Because this isn't how like Mao Zedong and, and how Stalin and all these guys, they didn't do it through this kind of tactics. And the world is different now, you know, with it's, the Internet. It's much different. Yeah. It's, it's much different. It's much different. So how are they going to play this out? And it's something that we touched on earlier is that I believe they're going to crash the economic systems of the world. I, I, people are saying, why is Powell at the Federal Reserve in the in the midst of an economic downturn? Look, we're, we're in beyond a recession. OK, a recession was last year. We're in, we're, people won't say this, but we are in an economic depression in the United States. The numbers are all, all bogus, but they can't even hide some of the numbers at this point. So people are saying, well, wait a minute, you know, you're seeing that these, the, when you look at legitimate unemployment numbers, uh, uh, people are not employed, that the inflation is through the roof, we're in this stagflationary environment. Why in the world is, is Powell raising rates? I mean, he's going he's gonna to take the whole system down by doing this. Okay. And people say, well, he wouldn't do that because his goal is just to maintain the status quo and the position. No, no, wait, wait, no, no. You have to understand where he's from. Yeah. The Federal Reserve, right, is part of the central banking system of the world. Who runs those central banking system? Well, the central bank of the central banks is the Bank of International Settlements, a globalist owned and operated system. Their goal is to take down the system worldwide. He's not doing this because he's incompetent. He's not doing it because he's stupid. He's doing it because that's what he has been ordered to do by the people who put him there. And every central bank. That's right. And so the way they're to get control of the system is by creating more chaos economically. And they are going to have their own little castles where they think they're protected as the as the buildings come down is probably the best way to put it. And it's incredible. You know, it, it's you have to get your mind wrapped around the fact that these people are actually planning this. 
and that they knew this was going to happen. I mean, there's so much chaos. Chaos is dangerous for them too, because you create chaos and you can't necessarily control chaos. And I, they need to get burned in this situation. But there is a, um, the Vatican put out a order to, for all funds to be returned, all liquid assets to be returned to the Vatican Bank by the end of September or by October 1st. Is this a pre-warning that we need to get our, our finances in order because the crash is imminent? Because, of course, they're in on it. Oh, they're in on it big time and always have been. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, and people say, well, that announcement really didn't occur. No, it, it really did. I mean, it's in black and white. No, I and I have the links search. to this. No, I do, too. Yeah. And, yeah. and they said, we're bringing all of our assets back to the, if you will, to the uh, back into the Vatican Bank, which, by the way, has been found to be quite a no notorious operation, right? A number yes. of people have actually gone to jail that have run the Vatican Bank yes. in the recent past. But they're bringing all, all the reasons, including, including all their physical assets, they're bringing everything back under the under the arm umbrella of the Vatican Bank and, ha and have said, even our gold and our silver and our, our physical possessions that the Vatican tangibly owns, bring it back physically into the Vatican. Anything that is tangently related to finance, it's a... Okay, Dave, we are, key, we are really being interfered with here. We were talking about the Vatican and what I said is just crazy. I was talking about how they're taking all the financial assets that are tangently, even, you know, if it's physical, but it's tangently a financial asset, they're asking for, or ordering for that to be returned as well. And I just want to say that for people who don't believe it, there's a, we both have links, you have links too, but I wrote an article on it and there's a link directly to the Vatican site with the order. It's in Italian, but it's there. Mm -hmm. Very true. It's there. So the so what's happening here? I, I believe it is a heads up. Now, the globalists love to, in their weird world of what they call ethics, they believe they can institute mass crimes, including murder, on a huge scale, but as long as they told people ahead of time, and this, this isn't the way they think, it's as long as they told people ahead of time, well, ethically, they did their job. <laughs> it's just, it's, no. it's a warped sense of ethics. It's not it's, ethics. Well, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're so <clears throat> the, the globalists see all of us useless eaters, as they call us, the 99.9% .9 of us, as being in the shower and they're flushing the toilet, and they believe if they tell us they're flushing the toilet while we're in the shower, that uh, they've given us a heads up, and those that took the necessary measures and protected themselves, well, good for them, survival of the fittest, and those that didn't, <laughs> bad luck, you're done. Yeah. So, so I believe, and we've seen this on a number of different fronts, right? Look at Powell, we talked about Powell, the head of the Fed. What did he say at his Jackson Hole speech a week and a half ago? There's going to be a lot of pain yet to come. He said that. He said that. There's going to be a lot of pain yet to come. Now we have the Vatican, right, doing their deal about calling all their assets in, putting it under one umbrella, back at the Vatican physically and from a paper standpoint. Uh, 
we've had the Bank of International Settlements, the exchange, uh, the uh, folks at the uh, uh, um, uh, IMF, International Monetary Fund, all saying that there's going to be significant economic hardship ahead. They've, they've, they've given us their warnings, right? Uh, even several years ago, uh, globalist Neil Cavuto on Fox Business News, Fox, part of the globalist syndicate. People don't want to fess up to that, but it's true. And he's interviewing K Terry Duffy from the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. And, and Duffy says, well, one day you're going to wake up and gold is going to have an astronomical value. And that day is coming. He said that several years ago. That's right. And that's why we've been trying to tell people the thing is that the hard part for people to wrap their head around is the timing. Because we're seeing all these actions happen and we're, we're not chicken little. Now they know we're not, as you said at the beginning of the show, we're not the chicken littles. We, what we're seeing is right. It's just we don't know the timing. But with all the things that we're seeing, it's, I mean, it's coming up quick here. It's imminent at some point and you don't have much more time to prepare. And, you know, we've been telling people to get by, I say silver, gold is good because gold, it depends on how much money, but the average person can get silver still. It's hard mm -hmm. for someone to spend $3,000 or 2000 on an ounce. I think it's like Very two true. grand, something like that. So, you know, but you got to do it. But isn't there more than that? I mean, because if they shut down the financial system, what, what do people need to be prepared and, you know, like I like I had the Freedom um, Mafia, Make Americans Free Again, and they're creating local groups. Mm -hmm. I really think people need to be creating these local groups because they need to be depending on each other. I, I agree. And and um, so obviously financially with gold and, as you said, silver, which is more attainable, uh, storable food, storable water, uh, opening lines of communications with your neighbors. And, and, you know, they might not be of like mind, but they still might be on the whole right-left axis, which is where the deep state wants people to be at head to head like this. But but what I do is I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that are are, are, are very different than, than Dave Janda. But I say, look, look, we're all in this together. We're all in this together. And, and anybody who believes that the government is looking out for you, why don't we just kind of, I mean, do you really think they've been looking out for us just over the past three years? Well, no, not really, Dave. I, I really, I really think that and maybe at first I thought you were a little off on this thing, but, but actually you've been correct on all this. So yeah, no, they're not like, okay. So if the government's not going to be the savior, why don't we talk about what we all need to do in our immediate neighborhood and then extended neighborhood of being able to weather a potential storm. And let's say it doesn't even happen. Okay, let's just think of it as an insurance policy. That's right. So so in where I'm at in Michigan, we don't we have farms that are not immediate but not too far away. So we've opened some lines of networks to people that are in the farming community. Right? We have networks to people that uh, have access to lake water, fresh water, right? And we have obviously our filtration systems that we can use, right? So uh, we have access to people that um, are well-trained uh, in firearms. Hmm? Uh, we have access to people from a number of different professions that can help 
weather a storm. So these are things that people need to do. And and just by going over to your neighbor who you might disagree with on everything from who you you know root for football to who you root for and whatever it might be and just say hey look we need, all need to come together because there's a lot of stuff happening that just is unsettling. And we realize that we need to essentially have our own protection mechanism that we build as an insurance policy. Now, who in their right mind is going to go? That's a terrible idea. They might think you're a little nutty, but if they, at this point in time, if they can't see that things are off, then they might, you might not want that. I mean, they, they can join and want, just tell them, Hey, we have, we'll be joining this group. And if you need help, then you can join us. And and this is where those, and this is where the big three plus Biden speech comes in. See, this is this is why there's been this mass awakening, because all you have to do is say, so, you know, this whole thing on rating Trump. I mean, you you might not like Trump. I get it. But do you think that's the right thing to do? I mean, do you think that's the ethical thing to do, the legal thing to do? Uh, Because next week it could be one of us because somebody doesn't like what we say or or what we talk about. Uh, uh, Do you think the way. This whole thing about do do we really need eighty seven thousand more tax collectors? Or how do about we, how it, about it, all it, it, eighty million MAGA supporters who voted for Trump are terrorists? I mean, right. if that it, doesn't wake you up, and that's part of the thing. Say you know, and and look at how they handled COVID over the past three years. I mean, look. I mean, the CDC just came out with an announcement saying that well, uh, those exposed to the virus are no longer Required to quarantine. In other words, lockdowns don't work. Well, we were all locked in our hobby. And then they came out and said unvaccinated people now have the same kinds of vaccinated people. That says that vaccinations aren't effective. They're not beneficial. Then they said, well, students can stay in class after being exposed to the virus. Well, that tells us that whole social distancing was a bunch of garbage. And, And then they said it's no longer recommended to screen those without symptoms. Well, they kept telling us that asymptomatic transfer occurred, but now they're saying it doesn't, and then there's no reason to wear a mask. So, and then we had Biden's speech. Now, do you think that was a unity thing? I mean, did, did, didn't that with the red and the Marines and the, I mean, even though CNN was trying to colorize it so it looked a little pink rather than red, I mean, that didn't really work very well either. They got caught. But, I mean, do you think that whole thing about saying, do you, I mean, you and I might disagree politically, but am I a terrorist? that's the question i mean come on this is going i'm a terror he's a terror so am i no well okay so let we agree that things aren't right something's not right okay something's smelly right here in denmark so we need to do something and let's create an insurance policy of bringing our community together and harnessing how the brilliance of the people around us and the talents of the people around us and 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 let's just create an insurance region. That's what people need to do. And that ultimately will undo the syndicate and what they're up to. I, if we do it in enough of numbers and we yeah. just create, we're, we just, we're not going to go there. We're not going to let you control us and, and destroy us. And we're going to work and take the control back into our hands and not be victims. We are going to control our destiny. That will 
that will make the change because they can't. Yes. People need to realize the government is not going to save them. That's right. Period. That's right. Well, what do you, I, I know you can't, you can't see them as your savior. Any one person is your savior. It doesn't work that way. Nothing in life works that way. And so we, you just have to realize common sense. It doesn't work that way. Okay. What do you want to say to everybody before we wrap this up? Because people need to, I, I want to say this. People need to watch your stuff. People need to follow you because what you're presenting is, there isn't many people, we were talking about it before, there aren't very, very many journalists who are journalists out there. And you are one of them and you're doing the best you can to bring the best information and intel to people. People need to follow you. So I wanted to get that in, but I want you to give us your last, whatever you want to hear, have people know. You know, my dad's favorite saying in life was dream big and dare to fail. Dream big and dare to fail. Let me give you the origin of that. Um, actually, there is a little piece I just did uh, called The Road to Freedom. You're in our freedom. And it's on my website, DaveJanda.com. It's free. And if people hit it, they'll, they'll, it's about my family's battle against the globalist syndicate since the 1880s when my great-grandfather took on the syndicate in Czechoslovakia. Almost died doing it. But it's the reason why I fight the way I fight. And it's that my same great-grandfather then came to the United States. And he, he started a brewery in the United States, in Chicago, that ultimately was taken away by the government. And the message is government is not going to save you. You and the people around you will save you. And it goes back to my dad's dream big and dare to fail. So what's the history on that? The, um, the guy who was uh, integral in Admiral Byrd's expedition to Antarctica was a guy by the name of Norman Vaughn. And when Byrd conquered Antarctica, he named a peak after Norm Norman Vaughn. Because without Norman Vaughn, who was in ch the chief dog musher for Byrd, he said, without Norman Vaughn, in all his efforts, we never could have obtained our goals and objectives here. We're naming the peak after Vaughn. Well, many, many years later, Norman Vaughn was in his late 80s, and Norman Vaughn had some significant heart issues and lung issues, pulmonary issues. But he announced to his family that he wanted to go back to Antarctica and he wanted to climb that mountain. And they were like, you're going to die before you get there. You're, you're not, you're not, you can't, you're not doing well, dad. And you're not going to make it there. And if you make it there, you're surely not going up that mountain. Well, I'm going to do it. And nobody could convince him not to do this. So the family arranged for him to have a number of guides with him to carry his dead body home from where, however far he got. Got to Antarctica, he got to the base of the mountain, and he got up the mountain. And when he got up to the top of the mountain, all these guides looked at him, much, much younger than him and all healthy, looked at him and said, how did you do this? I mean, we're supposed to carry you home dead. And he looked at him and he said, if you dream big, 
and you dare to fail, you can accomplish anything and everything in life. You see, the deep state does not want people to dream, and they don't want people to dream big. And the last thing they want them to do is to dare to fail. Because if people dream big and dare to fail, they can accomplish anything and everything in life. And if every one of our listeners dreams big and dares to fail, this reign of terror that is willfully directed by the deep state on every person of the world comes to an immediate end. Yes, what a great story. Thank you so much for telling us that. And where do they go? Your website, DaveJanda.com, right? DaveJanda.com. Yep, we have a tremendous amount of, of free content. We also have the subscription content at 30 cents a day. I also have a radio show, which is free. Folks can stream it live every Sunday from 2 to 5 Eastern. They just go to DaveJanda.com, hit the Listen Live button. They want the podcast. That's part of our subscription series. We also do a number of independent interviews, our insider insight interviews, such as with you, Sarah, who's an integral part of our platform. And also I do a show called the WTF show, which is what I'm getting from my contacts that I've developed when I first started to go to Washington and work on healthcare policy at the end of the Reagan administration, 88, that I've developed over the past 34 years that provide me information to bring forward to people so they can get up and in, in, out in front of the curve, this curve that the deep state has constructed that ends in a brick wall with the smashing of people's freedoms and liberties. What you do, what I do, we've created an off-ramp for people for their freedoms and liberties so they don't take that curve and they don't hit that brick wall. And uh, we're at DaveJanda.com 24-7. I hope folks will join us. Thank and you. Th that video that I spoke about called The Road to Freedom, You're in Our Freedom, where I talk about, many people have found it fairly inspirational about what my family went through and then what, and I bring it into what I've encountered over the years in, in taking on the deep state and, um, and their tentacles, including the tax collectors. Yeah. That they all want to sick on you. Uh, it's all there at DaveJanda.com. I thank you, Sarah, for everything you have done and are doing and will do. You are an incredible freedom fighter. And I thank you for your perseverance and your dedication and your sacrifice, because most people would not put up with one one thousandth of the harassment that you've put up with yeah. and getting so much information out. It's true. Uh, it's it, true. I, yeah. And the same to you. I mean, it is incredible what we're dealing with. But you know what? We don't have a choice because our kids and uh, their neighbor and the neighbor's kids and the next generation deserves better than us leaving them with this mess. So we got to do well, our part. Sarah, we hit a bunch of things on nail on the head today, and we know that because on two occasions they shut us down doing this interview. What they wanted us to do, Sarah, was for me to call you on the phone or you to call me on the phone and say, let's just bag the interview because they're messing with it and they want us to shut up. But we didn't do that, did we, Sarah? Well, of course not. That we're not we're not gonna stop. We And that's and, and that's what every person should do. That's what every person should do when it comes to the syndicate. Never stop. Dream big, dare to fail, never stop.